Hello, my name is Derek, aka Laserbeam Green, and welcome to Beating Off with My Friends, where we talk about music. Um, today's episode is episode one. Um, I mean, technically, technically it's not. I've done a lot of these before, but I've decided to completely restart and um, just kind of do it from the top again. Um, so, what this what this podcast is? Like I said we talk about music, so I'm doing three of these a month. And today's episode is a top 10 music review according to Billboard's Hot 100. I'm actually not going to do all top 10. I'm just so used to saying that. I'm only going to do the top five. Um, and then we'll do the top up-and-coming song according to Pitchfork.com. And then we're going to do my favorite song. And we're just going to kind of talk about them, some facts, how I feel about it, just some fun things. And yeah, this should be short, sweet, and uh, interesting to listen to, I hope. So we'll just jump right into it. Uh, the month, this month is March, uh, March of 2020. So we're in a national pandemic right now. It's actually March 29th. Um, so moving right into April, but, um, obviously we're in a national pandemic because of the coronavirus. Um, I don't really want to talk about that. Let's just listen to some good music. So, um, let's just jump right into it. Like I said, typically I'm going to do the top five, um, Today, I'm going to do the top six because I like the sixth song, so I want to listen to it. So um, just jumping right into it, uh, number six, according to Billboard's Hot 100 for the month of March, is Arizona Servas, uh, Roxanne. So let's take a listen. Off of the ground. Bitches love the ground. Oh, wait, shit. feel about this song i i i think it's um very similar to um uh, caroline by am amami or whatever his name is i don't i i don't think this is going to go any further than it already has i think this song is going to fall off i think it's a one-hit wonder that's the truth to it um i also didn't think arizona servas would look like that but that's what he looks like so that's interesting um it's catchy. It's fun to listen to. It's repeatable. It's listen to it twice and you know every word to it kind of thing. Um, and I don't think we'll see another hit from him, truthfully. And that's just how I feel about it. But let's talk about some of the, the facts on this. So um, this was released on October 10th of 2019. Um, it was written by him and Lauren LaRue, uh, produced by 94 Skirt and Ja Green. Um, it's interesting that this song was released in October 10th of 2019. So that's almost, what, six months ago, roughly, over that probably. And now it's starting to blow up. 
And uh, as of recently, in February 21st of 2020, um, there was a remix with Sway Lee, which I didn't really like. I don't know. I just don't think Sway Lee fit the song well. But here's the most important part about this song. Why did it get so popular? TikTok. That's all there is to it. There's like why half of these songs get popular now. It's it's because of TikTok. We will, I guarantee, at least one more time, as we go through these top five, we will talk about TikTok one more time for a song. Almost guarantee it. Um, And as we continue to do these, I bet you will mention TikTok multiple times. Um, Such a powerful platform with like a couple million, billion users and just like these easy, fun song challenges that are going to blow songs up. Just like... um, um, little Nas X in Old Town Road, same thing. So that's kind of um, why it became so popular. I think there was a crazy stat somewhere about how many times this song um, blew up. But but after it blew up because of TikTok, that is when he got reached out by a label and signed with Columbia Records, just like Little Nas X. So um, I I want to find the stat of how many times. It was played. I don't know if I'll be able to find it, but here's something that's kind of cool, right? This is a this is a stat. You can look this up. It topped Spotify's U.S. song chart from November 7th through the 13th, with more than one million streams per day, making Servas the first unsigned independent artist to achieve that honor. First one ever. Crazy. Um, the song success, obviously, like I said, landed him a deal with Columbia Records. Um, they did the same thing with Little Nas X, um, and since. The release and success of Roxanne, Arizona Servas went from having roughly about 500,000 monthly Spotify listeners to 31 million as of January in 2020. That's insane. <laughs> so it goes to show you how powerful TikTok can really be for music. Um, like I said, I think this is a one-hit wonder. I don't like him. It's fun to listen to, but I just I, I haven't heard a, a song from him that's any good after this. And I would be shocked if we did. So... That was number six. He said, I like that song. That's why I wanted to do it. So, um, But we'll just move right along. Uh, number five is going to be Circles by Post Malone. So let's take a listen to that. Circles by Post Malone. Let's talk about it. Um, this song was released on August 30th, 30th of 2019 from his um, third album called Hollywood's Bleeding. It reached number one in the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. 
um, for the week of November 30th of 2019. So, um, this, this is weird. It's weird because the song was released in seven months ago and then a November is when it first charted. It did chart three non-consecutive weeks at number one. So it just kind of keeps like fighting to be number one. Um, this song makes um, Post Malone's fourth number one song um, as well as his first solo effort to chart number one. So you think about how popular and how big Post Malone is. This is the first one that um, really he did himself to get to number one, which is interesting to think about. Um, a couple things I want to mention about it. There's two producers. There's three producers um, really on it. Uh, Post Malone, obviously, is a producer on the song. And then Frank Dukes and Louis Bell. We aren't going to talk about them again um, in this countdown, but I guarantee if you looked at like the actual all the top ten and you looked at the producers, you would see Frank Dukes and Louis Bell like probably four times out of ten, um, which is crazy. And I'm, I just want to mention them because they are um, the kind of idols of mine. And I, I like looking at their music and seeing that they are the ones that um, kind of make some of these pop hits. But um, there's not really a whole lot to talk about in this song, I think. It's Post Malone being Post Malone. It's a good song. It's fun to listen to. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely the windows down springtime song. So I would be shocked to see that this song leaves the charts in the next couple months. Um, I don't think it will. I think it will stay, you know, at least top 15 for the next two, two, three months. Um, I, I like Post Malone, but he's very vanilla. <laughs> he just, you know, he's just... It's just like hard to be like, oh, this is like cutting edge. This is like the next step. It's just it's just Post Malone doing what Post Malone does, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's but it's just like, eh, whatever. Post Malone again. So I don't really have a whole lot to say of that. I will say his Super Bowl commercial, um, and the Bud Light series, when everything falls down or whatever, and he's you know lose control of his body, and then he goes, "You guys got any chips?" hilarious stuff man that is good stuff so post malone i like him i think he's hilarious i do like his music but it's just very like you know it's very vanilla you can put it on and anyone's gonna like it so that was number five let's move right along to number four which is life is good future featuring drake working on a weekend like usual way off in the deep end like usual Niggas swear they passed us, they doing too much Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up Virgil got a paddock on my wrist going nuts Niggas caught me slipping once, okay, so what? Someone hit your block up, I tell you if it was us Man, a house in Rosewood, this shit too plush Say my day's a number, but I keep waking up Know you see my text, baby, please say something Wine by the glass, your man, a cheapskate, huh? Niggas gotta move off my release day, huh? Bitch, this is fame, not clout I don't even know what that's about Watch your mouth Baby, got an ego twice the size of the crib I can never tell a shit it is what it is but Said what I had to and did what I did Never turn my back on FBG, God forbid Virgil got the paddock on my wrist Doing front flips Giving you my number, but don't hit me on no dumb shit Working on the weekend like usual Way off in the deep end like usual Okay, um, first of all, do your taxes. <laughs> the, 
Don't listen to what Drake said. Do your taxes. Um, let's talk about this. Um, where do I want to start here? We all know that Drake and Future did a mixtape back in 2015 called What a Time to Be Alive, and it was fire. So when those two get together, they always make a good song. Um, this is a good song. It debuted at number two on the U.S. Um, Billboard Hot 100 and became the first song ever to spend its first eight weeks at number two. It never reached number one. It spent eight weeks behind none other than, you know what? You can take a guess. Take a guess. What you it's on it's it's our number one for this month. So take a guess what you think it hasn't been able to beat, and then we'll figure that out later. Um, this is actually Future's highest charting song ever. Future, like Future. This is his biggest song, which is that's wild to me. And part of me wants to say it's because Drake's on it, but part of me also wants to say because. Future has been definitely um, kind of moving up the ladder of the last couple of years here. So that is also interesting to me. Um, not a whole lot to say about this. I think, I really think Drake and Future, it's, this is just them being Drake and Future. There's nothing, again, it's like, that's almost what you would expect. Nothing crazy. And that's okay. But that's just, you know, it is what it is. Um, there is a remix of this song featuring uh, Baby and Little Baby, which is pretty good i do enjoy it i do like the baby and little baby so i feel free to check that out too music video is interesting um it's fun to watch and it's just it is what it is i think the notable parts is that it debuted and stayed at number two for eight weeks and never got to number one because of the song ahead of it um which again take your guess on what that is and this is future's highest charting song so let's move right along that was i believe number what three that was number four let's move on to number three uh, which is Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. song i i love it man i just oh, that's just a really good fun catchy song to listen to every time it comes on i am dancing and singing along it's good stuff man let's talk about um the facts a little bit here okay some of the interesting pieces about this song um dua lipa english singer okay um this is her second sorry her lead single from her second studio album um called future nostalgia um was released in 2020 um it was released, I believe, yeah, it was released on a um, the 1st of November of 2019. So, um, yeah, I just, it's just a good song, man. It's here, Here's what this song is um, labeled as, like the genre, okay? Disco, new disco, dance, and pop. 
think they nailed it on the head, man. It's like kind of got that disco vibe, makes you want to dance. It's just, um, I believe, excuse me, I believe the producer and the engineer was Ian Kirkpatrick. And let's talk about why this song is so much fun to listen to, okay? Because I like talking about this kind of thing here. So let's go back to that chorus here. I'm going to listen to it and I'm going to walk you through why it's just so much fun to listen to. Here we go. Okay. All right. So you get that funky bass line. Power pianos, right? Right, more power pianos. Funky bass line, power pianos. Here we go. This part right here. Right there. Funky bass line. Cowbell. Come on, man. That is, that's... It's attention to detail when producing and engineering a song. The, it's it's those three things. Those wow, those three things put together that I think makes this song so much fun to listen to. The funky bassline kind of gets your head bobbing, right? Then you get those power pianos, it makes you feel good in the soul and empowered, right? And then just I don't know, I just like the cowbell. Um, it's just fun. It's just fun to listen to. Um, I, let's talk about, this is a direct quote from her about this song, and I like it, and I think that this goes on to why I think this song is so fun to listen to and why a lot of people enjoy this song. I'll just read this quote here. I chose to put this song out first so I could close one chapter of my life and start another into a new era with a new sound. It's about moving on and not allowing anyone to get in the way of that. Um, this is one of those songs that, like, it's like a power breakup anthem, you will. So, like, you know, you break up with significant other or whatever, and then you put the song on and you just like the heartbreak more or less is like gone and you just feel like better. And it's I just think it's relatable. So on top of it being well done musically and then a good message and just like something that people can relate to is what I think makes this song so much fun and a good song. So, um, yeah, plus, you know, she's good looking, too. That always helps out when it comes to making anything. So that was number three. Let's move on to number two of the month of March, according to Billboard's Hot 100, is Blinding Lights by The Weeknd.
That's a uh, man. I love the weekend. There's, it's always hard to say something bad about him, and I don't plan on it. But um, let's talk about this song a little bit here. Um, this is the second single off of his fourth studio album called After Hours. It was released on November 29th of 2019, two days after um, he released the song Heartless, which is an absolute slapper as well. Um, it was a commercial success. It peaked at number one in 27 countries worldwide. 27 countries worldwide. And that includes uh, the UK, um, where it became the weekend's first number one single in the, the UK, which is awesome. United Kingdom. In the United States, um, it's only reached number two, second behind, and you can take a guess. We'll get to it next. Same with the Drake song. But let's keep talking about this song. Um, when I first heard it, what I wanted to do was get behind like an 80s Mustang and just hit like 110 down the freeway. And, and I think it just like, it just got that like, here's what it's classified as. And I'll get to that. What, what I, why this ties in. Genre, synth wave, synth pop, electro pop. It's got this 80s synth into it and the chorus it just makes you like i feel like i'm being chased by the cops in like an 80s movie and it makes sense because there's a couple things he did to kind of promo this song and one of them was on november 24th he starred in a mercedes-benz commercial that aired on german tv including a clip of the song and him driving a mercedes like you know fast through the city so i feel like everybody got the same vibe from it um He's always given me a Michael Jackson feel, like pop, powerful, fun voice to listen to, and just always makes like a good pop song. Um, he's kind of got that, like I said, that 80s feel, and he even um, gave a quote to Chris DeVille. I'm sorry, Chris DeVille gave a quote to him, a compliment, a quote to him, saying that the 80s will never die, or at least the glorious neon 80s of our collective imagination. And I think this song embodies that glorious neon 80s very, very well. Um, great song. A lot of fun to listen to. In my opinion, The weekend does no wrong. And that's just my opinion. All right, let's move on. Number one. Number one. That didn't let Drake and Future beat this song out. It didn't let The weekend beat him out. Number one song, and it's been number one for 15 weeks straight. That's 15 weeks straight. Number one is none other. I'll give you a hint. The Box by Roddy Rich. Let's take a listen. Cause I know these niggas out there where the bag at yeah. Gotta move 
smarter, gotta move harder. Nigga try to give me five mile water. I lay his ass down on my son, on my daughter. I had the Draco with me, Dwayne Carter. Lot of niggas out here playing, they ain't ballin'. All right, that was The Box by Roddy Rich, the number one song of this month, the number one song of a couple months. Let's talk about it a little bit. Uh, the Box was released on February 28th, 2020. It was his fourth single off of his debut studio album titled Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial. After the song was released as a single, it became Roddy Rich's highest charting song worldwide, reaching number one in the Billboard Hot 100, number one in the Rolling Stones Top 100, and number one in the Canadian Hot 100, um, and, and in New Zealand too. <laughs> it also peaked at number two in the UK and Ireland, and then reached top five in Australia. Insane. The numbers are insane. There's another thing I want to talk about here we'll we'll get let's talk about why it became so popular we'll just jump right into it because i want to talk about this i'll give you a guess we already talked about it why it becomes so popular tick tock this song has been used in over 1.5 million videos on tiktok as of february 2020 1.5 million individual tiktoks use this song crazy i told you we talked about tiktok again insane um became a popular meme why did it become a popular meme because of his iconic eater ad-lib which i think is um really funny i don't know how many times i got snaps from my friends of them just saying E-er. good stuff man um some cool things about the song um the song was recorded in roughly 15 minutes yeah that's a direct quote from him and his producer, 30 Rock. Um, it was recorded early hours, early morning hours in New York after he'd been recording all night. So I think he just was done in the studio and just stopped caring about what more or less he was going to say and do and just like wanted to make a turn up song. And he did. And it did really well. Um, they t- talked about the E-er, the squeaky sound a little bit. Um which if you listen really, really closely, it's heard throughout. It's it's a part of the beat. You can hear it in the beat if you listen really closely. It kind of goes washed over a lot of the times because his vocals are so prominent and his delivery is really good. But if you listen really closely, you can hear it throughout the beat. And I did not notice that until like my 18th million time of listening to that song. But it is. Um, this is a quote from Kifa Black. After the song was finished, Roddy Rich said, wait, let me add something. And then he just came up with the sound. Um, speaking of the information from the sound, he said, um, he, this is a quote from Reddy Rich, I seen Michael Jackson do it, and that made me want to do it. So, I don't know, I guess he, Michael Jackson made like a beatbox kind of thing to add into the beat of one of his songs, made him want to do it, and he did it. Um, and it, Great call. <laughs> great call by him. I guess when you follow the greats, um, something great will come out of it sooner or later, right? So, um, yeah, I, I mean, charted all over the world at number one. It it didn't let Drake and Future beat him out. It didn't let The Weeknd beat him out. That's a feat in itself. And then it spent almost 15 weeks as number one, which is insane. And that's just absolutely crazy. He recorded it in 15 minutes. And thanks to TikTok, it has almost 2 million individual uses and views. 
it's probably, it's, it, the amount of like times this song's probably been heard worldwide is insane. It's almost probably an unfathomable number. I mean, fathomable, but it, it's crazy. So that was number one, The Box by Roddy Rich. Let's, uh, let's review the top six of the month of March, according to Billboard's Hot 100. Number six was Roxanne by Arizona Servas. Circles by my man Post Malone. Life is Good, Future, featuring Drake. Number three was Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Number two, Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. And then number one, crazy, number one, The Box by Roddy Rich. Interesting stuff. Um, let's move right along here to the best up-and-coming song of the month, according to Pitchfork.com, best new track. Um, I was gonna do. I was gonna do. The, I was gonna do this song, and then I changed my mind last minute because it's. I don't think it's gonna be up and coming. I think it's gonna take off anywhere. But I do want to mention that the number one song of the month, according to Pitchfork, is Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. If you don't know who he is. Look him up. He's probably one of the greatest songwriters. I put him in the top 10 greatest songwriters of all time. Bob Dylan released a new song called Murder Most Foul. And it's about um, President Kennedy, JFK's assassination. Um, he says it was an older song that he re- recorded a long time ago, but recently got released because he found it in some archives or whatever. Um, but if you listen to it, I think that song was recorded in the last decade. Um just because of the way he sounds and kind of the way he puts his songs together. But I was going to do that song. It's a 17-minute song. That's why I didn't do it. <laughs> if you're interested, check it out. Bob Dylan, Murder Most Foul. But instead, we're going to listen to Kate NV. Um, and I don't really know how to pronounce this. Uh, oh, I know how to pronounce God, it's embarrassing. I hope he's going to do it again. We're going to listen to Kate NV's new song called Sayonara. Let's take a listen. for the words in this one. I've never heard that song. That was the first time we've ever listened to that together as a team right there. Um, it's weird. It's really, really weird. Um, the genre for this song is uh, dance slash, slash electronic. Um, apparently it's experimental. Um, here's what I know about Kate and V. Uh, not a whole lot on her. I mean, even this song on YouTube has like 13,000 views, so nothing crazy here. But um, she is a Moscow-based producer, um, songwriter, composer, designer, et cetera, et cetera. Interesting gal. Interesting song. Now that I know that she's from Russia, makes a lot of sense. Um, 
I mean, all of her other songs here are like Russian words, and they're just three letter like oak for you ear. I bet you there's something she's spelling something out. I bet, but I'm not really that interested. In take a look look into it. But um, yeah, Pitchfork always has some weird stuff, man. I feel like they're really trying. <laughs> Um, but that's that was the top up and coming song for March according to Pitchfork. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. It's interesting. It was kind of fun to listen to. I think you have to be in the right headspace to listen to it. But um, you could put it on while you're cleaning or something. I don't know. Use it at your discretion if you ever want to listen to it again. Um, that was Kate N V, and that song was called Sayonara. Uh, okay, let's take a listen to my favorite song as of right now, which is another weird one. But this one is actually fun to listen to. Um, and we'll talk about it later. Um, my favorite song is the month of March. I need a little background history, okay? Because of this quarantine, I've been playing a lot of video games and doing a lot of things on the computer, which is why I started to, to podcast again. And I got sick of playing Call of Duty, Warzone, Fortnite, you know, the typical. So me and my buddy, Sam, decided to download a weird game we've never played before and play something fun and the game we chose was called three on three freestyle it is a basketball game um and it's definitely written by someone who's not from the united states because the english on it is really bad it's a lot of fun once you're able to play against your friends and with your friends it takes a while to get there but it's a lot of fun and they have some really good music in it for some reason um so we started playing it, and in the middle of this game, I heard this song I really, really liked. So I had to stop playing to Shazam it so I could get it. And that's the song we're going to take a listen to right now. That song is called Liddy um, by Spida and SR. So let's take a listen. Hey, hey. Ooh, they never know I rap like this. The streets didn't know I trap like this. Bedford. Bedford. She know I'm a smooth criminal. I run up in her and I will take you. I always pick up the phone when she calls. She wanna provide her, she likes to bold too. You know I stay loyal to you. Me, I buy you everything, I'll spoil you. Yeah, she about you, got me loving. She wine slow and sure she's dumb. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was a little bit of Liddy by Spida, NSR. Um, I tried to do some research about this guy and look him up. There's not a whole lot about him. He's insanely underground. And it's crazy to me that I heard his song on a video game. Just a random video game I decided to download, and it became one of my favorite songs. It's just crazy how uh, I think good music is all over the place. Um, some cool things about him. Um, oh. I guess not cool. It's just some facts about him. This song on YouTube only has 2,000 listens, uh, 2,186, and I bet you I'm about 86 of those. Um, on Spotify, it's about 13,000. Um, this is off of his mixtape called Captain Hook 2, so I'm assuming there's a Captain Hook 1. Um, I've listened to some of his other songs. Eh, not great, not bad. 
and he's from the United Kingdom, which is probably where you're picking up on that accent a little bit from him. But I think why I like it so much is because of the tasteful use, if you will, from his autotune. Um, it, it was, it's not overdone to the point where it makes him sound too robotic, but enough to make sure that you know that uh, he's definitely using autotune. It's just fun to listen to. Uh, makes me feel like I'm in... Um, a club from overseas in like London or something. I don't know. I don't know if they listen to this in London, but um, it's just, it's good and fun to listen to, especially when you just get like quietly in the background and you're like playing three, three on three freestyle with a buddy. So um, yeah, that was my favorite song of the month of March, 2020. Uh, again, it was called Liddy by Spida NSR. Um, so that concludes the podcast. I'm trying to make these shorter so they're a little bit easier to listen to. These would probably be the longest ones are these top five reviews as we listen to seven different songs and talk about them. Um, my other podcasts in the month are going to be, I'm going to do music news, top music news as of last month, in the first week of the month. I'm going to try to do some artist interviews if I can get someone on to do them. I always think it's fun to listen to new artists and, and discover new music, so I might do that. If I don't have the ability to do that, then we'll dive deep into some um, some albums and some different things and really nitpick them and tear them apart and, and understand the, the fun aspects of music, which is things you never think of, like how many people did it take to write the album? You know, how was this beat produced? Things like that. And then obviously we'll be doing uh, one of these every month as well. So um, I hope you enjoyed listening to this as much as I enjoyed making this. Um, you can listen to this on um, SoundCloud, Apple Music, um, Apple Podcasts. I might get it on Spotify. I don't really know. We'll see how much work I really want to put into this. You can also check it out on YouTube where you can see me uh, talk about it and drink wine um, in my parents' basement. So I, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if not, sorry. You know, Come back next week and maybe you'll like next week. If not, then you don't have to listen to me ever again. But my name is Derek, um, a.k.a. Laser Beam Green, um, and this has been Beating Off With Your Friends. Uh, where we talk about music and appreciate you guys stopping by and spending some time with me. Have a good rest of your week and I'll see you next week. Bye.